It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from... Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern Northern News. Hello, everybody. It's Northern News time. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, one and all. Every single person I'm saying hello to. Yeah, me too. We're talking worldwide. <laughs> uh, Ian, what have you been up to this week? What have I been up to this week? I bought a kettlebell. I bought a horrible kettlebell. Did it... you get a nice one? Well, no, this is a past story, okay. Amy. Okay. And I rude my decision to get this. Right. It was a big, cumbersome plastic thing. It was horrible. What colour? Black. Just a little eight kilogram one. Yeah. But it's still heavy, but it's more condensed. Like your good ones are a bit more condensed. And yeah. um, I picked it up. Um, it's in a little box outside the house. And I picked it up. And then the downstairs neighbor opened the door and started talking to me. Oh. But unbeknownst to her, <laughs> the little box I'm carrying is eight kilograms. <laughs> so I'm sort of got this little box. I've been talking to her for like 20 minutes. She's looking at me all by the end on this little box like. <laughs> Like, I'm sort of squatting by now. <gasps> and she just seemed to be looking at me a bit confused. So eventually I, I felt the need to go, there's a kettlebell in this box. <laughs> and she's like, oh, all right. She oh, probably no. hasn't noticed. Maybe she thinks she's saying cowbell. Yeah. There's a cowbell in this box. Clunk. I'm going to be starting a band. I'm going to be a drummer. Oh, yeah? You play the drums? I play the cowbell. Yeah. Dum, dum, and I'm going to be practising all night. <laughs> I'm going to be singing... <laughs> I'm going to be lying down on the floor and singing into the floorboards. 
So, um, yeah, I bought a kettlebell. And uh, have you used the kettlebell? Yeah, I love a kettlebell, actually. You? I do all sorts with it. Do you do I do the... these fellas. I do these fellas. I, I spin it around my head yeah. like that. Are you, are you listening? I spin it around my head like that. Woo! In between the legs. In between the legs. Do you do it with the with the pelvic thrust? Yeah, sometimes. It's the pelvic thrust that really drives you insane. What's this from? Rocky Horror. Oh, I didn't the know that. The Time Warp. You've never heard of the Time Warp? I've heard of the Time Warp, but all I remember is let's do the Time Warp again. Don't remember the bit about pelvic thrust. It comes right before that bit. Saying, let's do the Time Warp again. Oh, no, Ian. Not for me, that song. Ian Smith. Not for me. The Rocky Horror Picture Show, too scary for me. It was scary. Amy? Yeah? What have you been up to this week? Well, do you know what? I've been travelling around London. Yes. And look, right, because I've moved, coming in today was the first time I've come from my new place. Yes. But instead of a bus... Instead of a big wet bus with condensation and other people's breath all around me, I got a tiny bus and then a train. A tiny bus? Well, like a small, it's like a shuttle bus. Are you, what are you on about? <laughs> what, just like a single decker we're talking? Yeah, but it just does like a really small journey just to and from the station. Oh. Then I got on a train, an actual train. And where did that train go to? It went to London Bridge. Oh, direct? Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, that is good. It was fun. I've I've not gotten on a proper train inside of London. Really? Because in North London, no offence to the South London people, such as Ian, yeah. we don't fuck about with stuff <laughs> like that. Do you know what I mean? We've got tubes. Do you know yeah, what I mean? We, I Get the tubes. tubes. I personally... Don't take the tube because I'm frightened. So mm. I get buses. I can take the tube. I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. It's a horrible experience. My dad always says, you couldn't transport animals like that. It would be illegal. I but, love a direct train. Oh, my God. Mm. I felt I felt like I was in a movie. <laughs> I stood on the platform. I was waiting for a train. There's all these commuters. and Oh, yeah. And then I got on the train and the train wasn't overcrowded. You got I got a seat. I got a seat. I got two seats to myself. Wow. I was laughing. I was literally <laughs> laughing out loud. The whole journey. I'm <laughs> 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 so happy. Normally I have to get on a crowded bus where I'm probably not going to get a seat. And if mm. I do get a seat, it's a bit of a seat that somebody else is taking the majority of. Yeah. And it's horrible. But I was just sat and the sun was coming out and I was like, <laughs> good morning, London town. What an idyllic. It was fantastic. Yeah. And then I'd never been via Blackfriars station before. Oh, God, what a beautiful station. That's a train station in the middle of a fucking river. I wanted to stand up and applaud. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I've it heard is a beautiful station. Sure, of course. I've never, I've never been on it through mm. it. I can't. But what a feat of engineering! I think you've lost a bit of joy as a oh. Londoner when you stop off at Blackfriars. You don't have a little peek out the window and you, have a look at the water. You've got to look. Mm. I wanted to shake everyone's hand in the carriage. Did you? No, there wasn't that many people there. I would have been quicker for you. <laughs> but you two, shake my hand. <laughs> it's a train station on a bridge. That's why. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. 
I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I'm surprised um, the like announcement doesn't say we're shortly arriving in Blackfriars Station. Bridge Station! It's a station on a bridge. Don't look down if you're scared of water. <laughs> bridge Station. Take care when alighting that you don't fall into the river. We're on a river! <laughs> I just had the best time. It was so good. I just, yeah, I was over the moon. People say Northerners are simple people. (laughs) You've got on a train, you've had, here's a quote, the best time. I love a train, it turns out. You know, I have to deal with this euphoric Gledil every episode from now on. Have you, do you follow that um, that guy on Instagram who... Francis Bourgeois, I think. Bourgeois. He is a joy. you got to watch yeah. it. I thought he was like a character at first. So did I. When he Perhaps sort of he just sort of go... Yeah. Road He's going to honk. He did a honk. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, you've got his OnlyFans or something. <laughs> you please what's been happening in the north yes we're going to scarborough we've been to scarborough Lovely. before we're going mm. back the headline is man oh, classic Typical. isn't it always man punches gaming machine in scarborough as police release cctv footage is it one of the punch bag gaming machines no way right because that's the only one you should be punching <laughs> yeah you encouraged in yeah, a way yeah that shouldn't be in that. the paper no Maybe, unless it was the first person to ever dare do it. I've got a slow motion video of me punching one of those punch bags. This is the impact. (laughs) Oh, my God. You could hear. Could you hear the thunder? You really go for it. That was my fist thunder. You really went for it. and And I applaud you for that because, do you know, like when you go bowling and you're with a group of friends and some people... Me included, you just get the ball and you just sort of, you try a yeah. bit, but you don't want to look like you're really trying. No. And then you've got that one friend that really measures up, mm. you know, gets the right pose, runs up, and then really ducks down low and follows through. With some, oh. <laughs> he shit himself again. I you told know you he's not taking to bring it seriously. <laughs> Every time. Every bloody time he follows through. But do you know what I mean? There's that one person that really goes yeah, professional yeah. And, and you and you think, do you know what? You are winning, but in a way you, you look a bit yeah, daft. You've lost. I sort of feel like you followed through there, but in an impressive way. Yes, thank you. Because you've punched and your whole body's gone through and you and you, it's like you're mid run and well, all your weight goes. It's like you've I done learned, it properly. When I was trying I was trying to get the high score, because it was in a comedy club in Blackpool's Green room. Been there, and, comedy station. Yeah, and what I found is you've just got to keep going. Right. You've got to keep going through it. And that's what I'd do if I was in a fight. Really? I'd go through you. Really? No, I'd probably I'd probably say, come on, man. Come on, <laughs> hey. I'd immediately curl up into a ball. Yeah, Even like if I hedgehog. wasn't in the fight, if I just saw a fight nearby, <laughs> I'd get into the fetal position. <laughs> just crying. Just thinking of... Bridge trains, bridge trains, bridge trains. My happy place. My happy place. Uh, but this man wasn't punching one of them. Oh, God. He was punching a, your classic game machine. Big bad Bob pressing all the buttons. Well, it is a little bit sad, but I went to school in Hornsey, seaside town. So obviously lots of amusements. Mm. 
And there was this rumour going round, and obviously I grew up in Hull, but all the people that I went to school with that grew up in Hornsey, they like think they could game the system and they'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you go in and you press, you press. Arrow, arrow, up, down, um, start, and yeah. then sometimes it just gives you the jackpot. So they're all like walking, like they're like Why 13 they years old that? and you'd sort of, they'd walk in and they'd be like, yeah, I'm just doing that. And then there was a met, there was a really funny name for it, like, I'm just doing the kamikaze method. One, two, three, four, hook down, hook down. Oh, it's not but done. Somebody I, must have done it today already. And you're like, I don't believe this is a thing. What I will say though, if I were in the business of being the company that make those machines, yeah. I'd have a secret code. Would you really? Because then... You you make all the machines. You walk in by and go. Oh, they got some of our our machines. What model's that? Oh, it's that's the T one thousand. Just do the old kamikaze method. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Jackpot everywhere you go. Yeah. If I was to make them machines, I would put a secret code in, mm. but I would only tell like my children. And then it's like if you're ever as an emergency, if you're ever stuck at a seaside town or somewhere with an yeah. amusement, go in, press this. You'll be able to get some money out to get home. Can I say one slight flaw in that? Uh-huh. Usually those machines are 18 on 18 and above. You've told your six-year-olds, if you're ever in trouble, go to an 18-plus environment, try not to get stopped on a gambling machine. Not going to look fucking weird, is it? Six-year-old on the old gambling machine. Kamikaze method, isn't it? Yeah. Coming out with, like, six grand. Six, trying to get a bus with six grand. you got to change for all these 50s. Can't, can't move. <laughs> you turned your kid into a kettlebell. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. God damn it. Please, Amy, can you give me a bit of the whys here? Okay, so the incident happened at Jilly's Arcade. Oh, in shout out to Jilly. Shout out to Jilly. Hope your arcade's doing well. It was 4pm on a Friday mm. and involved a male suspect punching a gaming machine. He's described in his early 30s wearing a black beanie hat with a two-tone black and grey puffer jacket and dark denim jeans. Stylish. It sounds fantastic. That's not a bad description, is it? Now, what I, what I like about the article is that, so it's the article, straight underneath it, there is a man who is pictured, right, and the police want to speak to him um, because he might have information. I don't think they think he is the man that did it. Oh, really? Police want to speak to the man pictured as he may have important information that could help the investigation. But that, that it usually means it's you. Do you, you know, think? like when there's like, um, there'll be like a murder in the news and be like, yeah. the police would, uh, are seeking uh, to talk to this man for, for assistance. And it's like a man who's got a knife in his hand <laughs> and he's fleeing the scene. Like, we just want to talk to you. Maybe, maybe you'll know some stuff. <laughs> About what's happened, about the, the stabbing nearby. Because you look like you're au fait with knives and you live in the local area. Oh, well, that's interesting then, because I thought it was, they've put a picture up of a guy, so you think it's that guy, and then at the bottom of the article it says he might have important information that could help. And then it's like, oh, if you're putting a picture up of the guy who's not the guy, I would hate to be reading the news, leafing through. Mm. I see my picture there. Yeah. A headline above it says, woman... Licks, mm-hmm. bin, <laughs> right? And then there's my picture, and I'm like, hang about, I haven't licked a bin. And then underneath it, it says, we're, we're hoping this woman it pictured uh, will have information about who's done it. Yeah, and I you're might like, have seen it. 
Yeah, I have got information, actually. But I'm not the bin licker. Yeah, I have got information. I'll tell you who didn't do it. Me. <laughs> That's your information. <laughs> Ian, what have, what have you found in the north? Well, so this is happening UK-wide. Yeah. But let me tell you this. It's happening in 10 places so far, including Preston and York. And with this kind of thing, they're going to trial it up north because they're like, let's trial it on those fucking idiots yeah. we, before we do it to the southerners who matter. Yeah, the important people. But I think this is controversial. Uh-huh. W.H. Smith uh-huh. has changed its name. And it looks like someone's taking the myth. What? Some WH Smith outlets, the branding logo has changed. Yeah. It just says WHS. Oh. i got to tell you, it looks awful. The Metro make a good point. They say it just looks like an NHS logo. It looks very medical facility. Yeah, it's blue and white, isn't it? Look at that. Oh, yeah, it does look like no. NHS. It's like think... there's been a spelling mistake on an NHS sign. Yeah. Oh, no. I think WH Smith, listen, we are, it's no one's favourite shop. Yeah. They just pop up at a train station every now and then, and they're like, oh, do you, do you need something? you need a sandwich? Bet you do. You're hungry. And there's nowhere else to go. Eight pounds <laughs> for a plain ham sandwich. What about a little, uh, do you want a flapjack? Well, they're all protein flapjacks for if you go to the fucking gym. Not going to the gym, I'm getting on a train. I'm not going to get jacked out of my mind going to Cardiff from Paddington. Maybe you've brought your kettlebell along. But yeah, so last time I got a little flapjack, looked at the yeah. packet. So it's got 20 grams of protein and I had to do 100 press-ups in, in, the, in the vestibule. People trying to get past me. You climb out the window to the top of the train and yeah. ride it like James Bond or Indiana Jones. <laughs> That's my train workout. Ride the train for a bit, open and close the doors, press-ups in the vestibules, yeah. just to get a fucking flatjack out of my system. WH Smith. It's part of your heritage though, isn't it? What, Smith? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm a, a Nepo baby. <laughs> you don't mind saying I, I come from the, um, the Smith family. Yeah. And we just looked one day and we thought, why don't we set up a shop that does everything an off-licence does? Yeah. But a bit more expensive. And highlighter pens. And highlighter, and stationery, and books. Yeah. We want to do everything. And we also want every member of staff to have to say, would you like any of these things here for a pound? Would you like any of these gone-off things that nobody else wanted? Yeah. They're out of date. They're only £9.60 now. Um, and how's, how's the name change going then? So people aren't well, enjoying it. it. The first line is, in a trial which has so far been mocked online, Uh-oh. they're trying to shorten it to WHS. Why? I don't know. Because sometimes I'll say like WHS, but not very often. And also it doesn't save any time because S and Smith are both one syllable. It makes no difference. Yeah, the, this is some of the feedback. Will Overton said, just when I was already nervous about what nonsense the coming year could bring, WH Smith jumped the gun. <laughs> Jumps the gun with this abomination of a logo redesign. He was already nervous. It's like, oh, what's what is the coming year gonna bring? He stepped out of his house. Oh, for fuck's sake! The this myth is, has gone. This is the worst that I could have ever imagined. This year is gonna be terrible. Myth. Um, Kevin Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at Kevin Carrot. <laughs> That's his name. Kevin Carrot. His his logo for doing comments is 
the Aldi logo with a little carrot next to it. So I think he's named himself after Kevin the Carrot, who was in like an Aldi advert. Oh, wow. Fucking hell. Niche. He's put good publicity stunt. They're only still in business as they charge so much in airports and train stations. <laughs> I agree with Mr. Carrot yeah. there. Um, oddly, many years ago now, someone referred to WH Smith as Woo Smuffs when talking with me. I had no idea what they were talking about, and it transpired that it was generally what they thought WH Smith was called. I think they just read it as one word and thought it was Woosmuffs. Fucking hell. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That's my gravy, you duff sod. Oh, hello. Hope you don't mind me squeezing into the middle of um, the Northern News podcast to tell you about more Northern News podcasts. <laughs> if you can wrap your head around that. Just about. Yeah. We've got a Patreon and an Apple subs, and they start from just £2.50 a month. That's not a lot, is it? It's not a lot. But it would be a lovely way to show your support for the pod if you are enjoying it and you do get a little bit of spicy content, a bit of behind-the-scenes kind of goss. We're talking every week, bonus episodes, ticket discounts, saucy titbits. (laughs) Yep, and Ian's going to post some feet pictures. So get on board with it. And uh, it's just a lovely way to show your support, which we love anyway. Yes, please. And now it's time for our special guest, Vittorio Angelone, who comes from Belfast, where the Titanic was built. Vittorio, do you like ice and a slice when you have a Coke? (laughs) Off the back of the Titanic fact, it feels like this is quite a loaded question for some reason. (laughs) As if I'm supposed to say, no, nobody from Belfast has ice in their drinks, not since what that bastard did to us. Out of respect. <laughs> For the fallen, we have warm coke <laughs> and no lemon. Was lemon involved? I don't think the Titanic was sunk by a lemon as such. So, whereabouts? In are, are you from Belfast itself, or from near around Belfast? 
I am from Belfast itself. There are, there are plenty of people from kind of nearish Belfast that when they're in England kind of have to say they're from Belfast because mm. that's the only place that people know. But I am from Belfast proper. The, the boundary of Belfast, there was a little boundary post in my back garden between <gasps> Belfast and kind of Castle Ray, which is kind of the first little borough outside Belfast. So technically, um, my, my kitchen isn't in Belfast, but my bedroom was. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Nice. I think you're the only person I know whose house is in different areas. But in, in the broader context of uh, Northern Ireland and the island of Ireland, there are houses where in one part of the house you technically need a passport to go down oh the stairs. Oh, my gosh. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's a fun house. If you need a passport, let's go downstairs. And there's like a yeah. border guard working your staircase. <laughs> Trying to smuggle yourself into your own kitchen. Well, I like the idea that, like, if somebody, it could be a little kind of turn of phrase, like, oh, their house is so big, you need a passport to go down the stairs. But it's actually still a tiny house. It just happens to be on this silly line that somebody drew. It's like, instead of the, your mum is so fat jokes, it's, your house is so big. <laughs> your house is so big, you'd have had a lovely lockdown, I suppose, really. Yeah. That's nice good. Yeah. Ian, that's good. <laughs> Write that down yeah. quick. Just type that in. <laughs> this is funny. It's like a Yo Mama type roast battle, but in quite a progressive, like you have to be punching up type way. So you yeah. just disparage people for like having lots of nice things. Yeah. <laughs> Your yeah. mom's so caring. I bet you have a good sense of self. <laughs> um, where do you live now, Victoria? Do you still live in Belfast? No, I live in London. I moved to London about nine years ago. Ooh, just like us. Yeah. You've moved mm. to London town. Yeah, I moved to London for, for university to become a classical musician. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh, this about wow. you. What was your instrument yeah. of choice? I was a classical percussionist. Oh. That's very cool. Oh, would you Anything. do the big bong at the back? Yeah, timpani. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. That That's me. the coolest one in the orchestra. The, the big yeah, it one. is when you get it right, yeah. but I frequently got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. Of, it feels like if you get a note wrong on a guitar, you could maybe recover. Yeah. But if, like, just when they're not expecting it, <laughs> bong! Ah, oh, yeah, when you're kind of 10 to 15 seconds early on a gong, <laughs> it's pretty irretrievable at that point. And, Vittorio, we hear you have a story from the north for us. Oh, I do? Well, somebody somebody told me off when I told them I was excited to be coming on this podcast. It was at a gig recently. And they said, well, you're not from the north. And I went, I'm from further north than all of you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not drinking Bovril every day, but I am from the north. I'm so, you think you have a north-south divide? Get on my level. <laughs> What are you You've put it in the title of the country. <laughs> it's Austin Korea. We're the only people to have done that. Um, but yes, I have a story from from uh, the north. I, I there was a point in my life where I had only I had never been sober in Leeds, um, <laughs> which I think isn't as uncommon as it should be. But I was out with some pals. And then they're kind of uh, from Leeds and I was just getting involved. It was the Euros or the World Cup or something like a big, massive England game was yeah. on. And we went to the O2 Academy in Leeds and I was trying to be good. I get a lot of kind of stick for being very, very anti-English um, because of all <laughs> the things I say. And um, I kind of went, no, look, 
they seem like a nice bunch of lads, you know, your your Eric Dyers and and your kind of, you know, the, the nice boys group. Yeah. You're a batch of England players. You're like, these are nice chaps. So I was like, I'm going to support. I'm going to have a good time. I remember now it was England against Belgium and we go along and I'm not exactly wearing an England shirt, but I'm not wearing a Belgium shirt, which is an improvement for me. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of trying to support England and have a nice time. And it was like kind of about a thousand England, England fans and then a little kind of a cohort of Belgian fans who were kind of just keeping themselves themselves. They were very like vocal and excited about the game, um, but they weren't kind of rubbing it in anyone's faces. They were just there to have a good time and watch the match in a kind of good atmosphere. Yeah. And then it got to, the, it was all kind of fun and we were all having a laugh and it got towards the end of the game and, and I believe Belgium won. And then very, very quickly it turned and uh, lots of kind of thousand England fans started uh, throwing pints of piss oh, at the, the Belgians. And I was like, no, I was trying to get on board. This is so bad. And then once all the piss had stopped being thrown, I kind of uh, walked over to the Belgians and was like, hey, guys, I'm really sorry that that uh, happened. <laughs> I think you guys have been great sports this whole time. What, what was great about it is my pals are very kind of, they're not too caught up in that whole thing. So they had a good laugh. They weren't too kind of. Uh, disappointed about the match or anything so we we walked home singing belgium chants but we don't know any belgium chants and <laughs> uh, so we just started to make some up some of that and then we were in such this kind of fun giddy mood we went for a drink somewhere else we were stood outside this bar kind of waiting to get like taxis and things and we saw um this uber had pulled, pulled up and this lady was kind of slowly staggering towards it quite a drunk lady to see if it was her uber and she kind of sticks her head in the driver's side window and and while she was walking up, I, we all just started going, oh. <laughs> and she starts walking towards this neighbor and she sticks her head in. And then you can see her kind of shake her head. And <laughs> she said her name and obviously it wasn't her Uber. And we all just went, way. <laughs> and then <laughs> this happened like six or seven more times. <laughs> So, like, various drunken people stumbled out of this bar, walked up to this Toyota Prius, assuming it was their Uber, staggered up to the door, and we were going, oh, way! Every single time they get turned away from this Uber. And then I kind of, like, did a little walk around to look at the license plate of the Uber, and it was our Uber. (laughs) (laughs) That we had watched sitting on the street for about 15 minutes. Oh, you didn't even get to have the oh. moment where the people get in. You can't do yeah. that. You can't go Way. up to it. Like, oh. <laughs> I think, Ian, I think we might have. I think you probably <laughs> did. Yeah, I think you probably did. That is a, a yeah. lovely lead story. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the pod. Well, thank you so much for having me. And you're going on tour, I believe. I am. To, I'm, I'm going all sorts of north. I'm going all the way to Aberdeen, although I don't think that's your target demo. But that's um, very no. north. Stop talking about Aberdeen. He's <laughs> <laughs> showing us up being so northern. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going all over the place, all around the UK and Ireland. I would say there's lots of shows in, in, in the broader north, as people would understand it. And um, so that's on sale now at vittorioangeloni.com. No one's ever able to spell it. Uh, don't even try, would be my <laughs> advice. Thanks so much for, for coming on, Vittorio. It's been a pleasure Not to chat at all. to you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day, guys. Bye, team. Bye. Bye. Ooh, me feet are wrecking. Amy? Yeah? What's been happening in Hull, please? Well, I would like to tell you about the ghost station. 
I'm sick of ghosts. The ghost station of East Yorkshire, visited by fewer than nine passengers per week. Oh. Oh, were you thinking per year? Yeah. Really? Well, so we're talking seven a week. That's one a day. One a day, though. It's Imagine not keeping great. a station open and having a train running past yeah. it. Yeah, easiest for job. For one it? person a day. What's the name of the station? Rawcliffe Station. Oh. East Yorkshire's least used station in the year. I want to of, Google it. Of 2023. Well, it looks like um, sort of looks like a pub. Yeah. Oh, it looks in disrepair. It does look in disrepair. Bless it. And do you know what? If it's nine passengers per week, or say less than nine passengers per week, so it's mm. just over one a day, that's got to be the same person, hasn't it? Is yeah, one be someone, if they're going to work. It. So Monday Monday to Friday, that's the same person. Then you may, you've maybe still got another three people. Yeah. I reckon one person Monday to Friday. Yeah. Maybe someone does something on a Wednesday. And a couple have gone somewhere on Saturday on for Saturday. a little day out. Yeah. Oh, God. Every week. What are they going to do with it? Well, it says here the phrase, it's like Clapham Junction, is used to describe a lot of comings and goings. I have never heard that phrase. I've heard Piccadilly Circus. Oh, uh, yeah. And I don't think Clapham Junction is the busiest, is it? Oh, well. For... It's got to be up there. Well, butter my bottom. I'm completely wrong. Oh. It says the phrase. He says, it's like Clapham Junction is used to describe a lot of comings and goings in a place and refers to the South London station that is often quoted as the world's busiest. Oh, Fine. Okay. I'm like, it's not that busy, is it? But there is a station in East Yorkshire that is very much at the other end of the scale. Rawcliffe Station was once a busy passenger and freight link, but since the mid 1980s has been a much, much quieter spot. Uh, so since the 80s, it's kind of. Not really being used. But Rawcliffe's small. I can't imagine yeah. ever having been busy. Oh, it used to be. It used to be like bloody Clapham Junction mm. to use such a phrase. It's currently the quietest railway station in East Yorkshire. A stopping point on the line between Ghoul yes. and Leeds. Rawcliffe saw a total mm. of 442 journeys starting and ending in the year 2000. Yeah, I must have passed through it. 442 journeys, so that's more than one a day, but not quite two a day. How's that work then? You're you doing get, an half service. You can get there, you won't be getting back today, you can come back tomorrow. Maybe they drop you off like near it, you have to get off like onto the tracks and walk a bit. I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> well, the numbers don't add up, Amy. <laughs> what do you think the quietest, I'm going to put quietest station, quietest train station in the UK? Yes, yeah. Do you think it'll be up north? All up! List of least used railway stations in Great Britain. Oh, yeah. Number one, Teesside <gasps> Airport. Ooh. Teesside Airport train station. Let's have a look at it. It's got a bridge. Get a train station it on it. It looks quite new, this one, but no one's using it. Just built a train station for no reason. The New York Times, England's loneliest train station. A train comes just once a week. <gasps> so that journey comes once a week, whereas this 442 journeys... Well, that's one and a bit a day. That's more than enough. That's too many for one person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a little it's a little ghost station. Mm. And um, and but Hull is the busiest in East Yorkshire, as you would is expect. It really? Can you guess? So we've had four hundred and forty-two journeys in and out of Rawcliffe mm. in a year. How many would you say come in and out of Hull? What a year! Per year, yeah. 
256,000. No. Higher? Higher. Oh, fuck me. Three million. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> 4 million. Higher. 1.8 million. Higher. 2.4 million. It's just a bit lower. 2.2 million. 2.38 million entries and exits in a year. That's so many. Yeah. How many is that a day? A million? Oh, God. <laughs> That's, that can't About be right. a million a day. <laughs> in our two-day years, Hull came out as the busiest station in the East Yorkshire region last year with 2.38 million entries and exits. The figure to March 2023 will increase 390,000 over the previous year. The second busiest station is Beverly, and that has 603,000 entries and exits. Ugh, not even close, Beverly. You idiot, Beverly. My gosh, millions of trains coming in and out, and yet That's... not one of them on time. Yeah. <laughs> Satire! <laughs> it's not, it's just the truth. Yeah, it's just, it's just a train fact, isn't it? Yeah, so there you go. That's what's been happening in Hull. We've, well, I say Hull, I mean... East Yorkshire, really, in mm. Rawcliffe slash Hull with its yeah. millions. It's close enough. It's close enough. It's pissing it down. The story I'm going to tell you is it's, it's quite beautiful and creepy. Oh, Ian, I can't wait. So this is from the 17th of October, 2023. The cause of Stranger Things pink lights over Yorkshire town revealed. So there was a time when Ghoul had this pinkish oh! hue in the air. It's beautiful. It's like a Turkish delight. Pink. Yeah. But it's been revealed because people will have seen that. If I, if I was driving home, yeah. see those pink lights in the sky, I'd be like, alien invasion, 100%. I've got to get back to my family quick. Really? We've got to get back to the family. We've got to go to that weird shop that sells BB guns yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'll. I don't know how, but I'll. I'll do a bit of tinkering. I make it into a real gun. Yeah. Whereas um, I'd go, ooh, the northern lights. I'm going to park up and stand outside. And <laughs> yeah, it, but it's just two. The glory. It's two different ways of approaching something. Yeah, mine's naive, and yours is maybe over cautious. Yeah, I think we're going to die. You think something lovely is happening, and I will die. We'll both die yeah. for sure. We're both dying if it's aliens. <laughs> we're both dying. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh, second line. Some even thought they were the mystery hue was the hallmark of extraterrestrials. So that is what a lot of people from Ghoul think. Yeah. But the earthly reality is less exciting unless you're an avid gardener. Bursting the bubble, Nick Denham, managing director of the business behind the glow. What a nice sentence. Wow. I manage the business behind the glow. <laughs> um, it's LED lights used for growing plants. What? The fucking strong bulbs. That's mad. Can you get away with that? I'm growing some plants. The sky's pink. Yeah, that's. Uh, it depends what the plants are. If they're really important crops, maybe. But if it's like pansies yeah. or weed, probably not. <laughs> Just growing some weed. <laughs> if I'm doing a bit of like writing, yeah, and I'm I've got a deadline. I'm up late. I put my desk lamp on, yeah. and it illuminates London pink. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, get a different light lamp. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is. Um, Does it say what what? crops they're growing let's have a look um they're the biggest plant propagator turning seeds into young plants which are then shipped off to growers before eventually supplying the nation's supermarkets it's all sorts of shit really um wait so in that in that line so there's so somebody gets the seeds mm -hmm. and then they they're 
step two where they get the seeds and turn them into young plants. Yeah, then there's a step ones. three that grow them into something else. And then the step four is a supermarket. No, yeah, they turn the young seeds, the seeds into young plants and then yeah. they ship them off. Oh, yeah, to growers. Yeah. Just fucking put your seed in. Just grow them. You've got you... the lights. Grow them. Jeez, Have some yeah. confidence. Grow them big. It's mad. Oh, I can only do seeds. <laughs> when I see a little bit of green, I'm like, oh, I'm out of my depth. <laughs> send them to someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Dig them up. Send them to someone else who plants them, grows them by, I don't know, what, wait. Wait a bit. Yeah. That's big enough to get to a supermarket. The plant industry is mad. Do you know what? Them poor plants... You don't think about this. We think about the journey animals go on when we eat them. Mm. We don't often think about the journey plants go on when yeah. we eat them. They've been rehomed four times before they get to our home. Mm. Our home is minimum their fifth home. I don't think I've lived in five homes. Well, I've just had a thought I have. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I counted how many places I'd lived the other day and it was... Something like twenty. Really? Yeah, and I but I lived in the same house until I was fifteen. Mm. So I think it's basically like one a year. It's How long too are you much. counting as lived in it? What? what? So like when <laughs> when I go to the Edinburgh Fringe, yeah, I've got a flat for a month. Oh, I ain't. Have I lived that. in that flat? No. Okay. You've got to be on the contract. Oh, okay. On the contract, were you mum and dad's house? Were you? Yeah. To you fifteen. Big time. <laughs> Um, can I tell you? No. You might be wondering, why have we not seen this glow every single night? Yeah. Why is it not I pink glow? That. And Mr. Denham said, because of the energy crisis, we had to invest heavily in LED lights, but it means the light is pink and not white. I don't know. I think you've bought pink bulbs. You yeah, can get yeah. white LED. <laughs> I reckon they've done a bad order and be like, man, not all the, we've got pink disco lights here. And they've styled it out. Sandra, did you do this order? What? Pink? You've ordered pink. You have. You must have selected pink. There's four disco balls in this, <laughs> in this Sandra, bucket. is this for your bachelorette? <laughs> There's loads of sashes. What are these sashes for? mother of the bride here, Sandra. We're trying to grow tiny, tiny little plants to send off to proper people who grow them big. We look like idiots now with our tiny plants. We looked so good before. What do you mean, style mm. it out? Right, OK. Yeah, let me show you... Um, I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. It's, it looks gorgeous. It does look beautiful. But it can't be good. It's to manipulate it? day length. So these oh. little seeds get in the light. They look During daytime, they're like, gimme, 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 I'll grow. <laughs> that sounded like the start of a rap song. Yeah. <laughs> gimme, 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 I'll grow. Gimme all the LEDs and I'll show. Just down <laughs> I can't do more that than one of them. That was so good. Um, Smithy the plant rapper. I can only rap DJ about Fogo plants. DJ Photosynthesis. <laughs> what rhymes with what rhymes with uh, Basil? <laughs> Anyone? Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> I might there might be something in this as an album. Oh my god. Ruth Hilson, who's an amateur astronomer who lives nearby, described the first time she saw the illumination. Oh, yeah. She said, I was like, whoa. What on earth is that? Oh. Um, <laughs> is that astronomer? Okay, right, here we go. This is... Um, She's going to give some real big insight there, some scientific insight. I think the key word is the amateur in it, amateur Aye. astronomer, because she then says, my brain initially went to, it's a UFO, but it wasn't moving. It obviously wasn't a UFO. Anyway, it looks beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> looks really nice. Well, 
that's the um, the mystery of ghoul. The mystery the ghoul of, of ghoul. pink lights has been solved. Oh well, I, I'm going to go see that. I think it's. Mm. I've always wanted to see the Aurora Borealis. Yeah, oh, that's not going to happen. This is the uh, Aurora Ghoulialis. Ghoulias. 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 The LED light bulbs. Or just north. could just buy some pink LED light bulbs, I suppose. Yeah. Wouldn't have to go all the way to go. Or just get a YouTube video of. Yeah, I mean, up. we don't have to do anything, do we, really? No. We don't really have to live our lives. We just watch other people live their lives on YouTube. On the YouTube. What's the point? Yeah, forget it. Right. Thanks for listening. And on that note. Thank you. Thank you ever so much for listening. Um, follow us on our social media. And, of course, yes. if you're feeling generous and like a legend, mm. why not pop along to our Patreon? Uh, yeah, Patreon, Apple subs, a little bit of money, you get a little bit of extra content. A little bit of money, a little bit of, little bit of extra content. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's just melted. You'll <laughs> um, find out Amy's been a snowman this whole time. And that's the final death rattle. <laughs> Hey, can I also say, we've, yeah. we've never actually asked this before, but if you are listening, and you, I think you might have turned off now because you're like, it's done, isn't it? Yeah. They're saying goodbye. But it'd be nice if you could leave us a little review. Oh, yeah. That would be lovely. If it's a nice one. Yeah, it boosts us up the old bloody charts. Give us a boost. I want to be number one. And thank you to our special guest, Victoria Angeloni. He's a funny boy. Very funny. He's a funny boy. Classically trained musician. Didn't know that. Yeah. It's good to learn some... This guy can play any percussion instrument. You give him something, he can whack it with something and make it sound nice. Castanets. I that sounds like back of the net. Castanets. Castanets. Vittorio, I, I very much like the name of his tour. So who do you think you are? I am. And that's in January, February, March 2024. you got to go see it. All over the place. And if you're thinking, but I live in Ireland. He's doing dates there. Don't worry about that. Don't you worry about that. He'll be there. Stop worrying. Um, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you again next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.